Light beer, dark money. Agree on something. Politics, culture, and the intersection of faith, freedom, and free enterprise. And now, live from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, here are your hosts, Light Beer, Chris Clements, and Dark Money, Sean Noble. Welcome back to another episode of Light Beer, Dark Money. I'm Sean Noble. And I'm Chris Clements. And uh, we are... In the midst of the year end, here it is, December 15th, and... The year the, end rush for our, our esteemed politicians to leave Washington. Yeah, they, so the, the government runs out of funding tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, the expectation is that they'll pass a one-week CR, continuing resolution, to the 23rd. There is a... And they're pushing an omnibus why don't you you educate our listeners as to what an omnibus is basically it's let's take all of the spending of the federal government put it into one bill so we can't debate anything specifically and just pass all the spending so 1.7 trillion 1.7 trillion uh (laughs) and uh and i saw a report two two days ago that inflation is still at like seven yeah, one. It's uh, producer inflation at seven point five. I mean, it ticked down slightly, but the, it's not going away. It's not going away. So and let's throw more money at it. Yeah, what a great idea! It uh, and it it goes to the the issue that we've talked about on this podcast before, and as recently as last week when we had uh, Congressman Biggs on. Part of his challenge of McCarthy for Speaker is to say we got to get back to regular order. We've got to have an appropriations process that works. Uh, we have to have single subject. It's. I mean, the amount of of miscellaneous crap that is going to be in this omnibus bill. It, oh, it would just make your head spin. I mean, it just it is insane. It, it. I don't even. It's just so dysfunctional, so dysfunctional that we're here. We are at the end of the year. I mean, this is. Keep in mind, the the government's funded on fiscal year, so it's. This is a budget that was supposed to be appropriations they were supposed to be passed september 30th yeah Yeah. oh so we'll have this monstrous monstrosity of a bill it will pass because nobody wants a government shutdown um and then we start the new congress with uh with their hands tied behind their back because what are they going to do now? The, I now, now they're touting what they're saying is. I mean, at least this is Mitch McConnell from what I heard from his speech or his press conference yesterday is, is that they're really focusing on the military, they're really focusing on this eight to nine percent increase in military spending because they because the military has not had what they needed for several years after some consistent CRs, and they're trying to say that that, that that's the the part our part of the bill that that. That well, and that's the $858 billion. Billion, billion dollar gorilla. And then in the meantime, they're going to let all this other stuff just well, the, what, but, fly yeah, on the, through. The deal is that, well, if you spend $858 billion on military, then we get $858 billion uh, for, for non-military, for which is how we, we get to $1.7 trillion. Yep. It's just, it's, oh, man. I It's so frustrating. Um, and it's... It, I don't know. It, 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 ultimately, the solution is going to have to be that, that, that Congress reforms itself. I think that, <clears throat> you know, whether Biggs has a shot of actually becoming speaker, which is a long it's shot. Pretty, it's pretty slim. Maybe. I, I appreciated his optimism. And, yeah. I, and I appreciate the fact of 
you know, what he was arguing, that we can't continue this cycle. And if we just continue to elect the same leaders, we're going to continue this cycle. Well, and it's and if it, even if they do, so if McCarthy gets elected, if there are concessions that he has to make to the conservatives, that's a good thing. That's, because we've got to get some transparency in the process. Well, I think the biggest sticking people. point is what I just read yesterday is um, uh, the motion, motion to, to, vacate. to vacate. Yeah. Uh, educate our listeners on what that is. Well, a motion to vacate is a process in which one member can call a motion on the floor to vacate the office of the speaker or vacate the seat. Um, it is a rule that's been a part of Congress since the beginning, uh, and it was used to take down John Boehner yep. when he was speaker. When Nancy Pelosi became speaker, they changed the rule. They did away with it motion to vacate and obviously that makes her position very safe because <laughs> can't get called in the question and with McCarthy coming in with a very narrow majority the idea is to keep that rule from you know coming back well conservatives are like we think that that's a good pressure point you need to be under that threat so that you don't just log roll us on on policies and issues and rules that we want so and torpedo some of our members yeah and you know i mean the the institutions had that for 200 plus years and then pelosi takes it away and mccarthy's like i don't want to bring it back <laughs> i well, think they'll have to be he has basically kind of, the same majority she had so i can understand yeah. his point i yeah like, i get it like, but but i don't I also, have a lot of wiggle room here guys right but I, so there's going to be ultimately there will be some kind of a compromise there will be some version of motion to vacate um, but it'll it'll probably be some kind of a rule where there needs to be at least thirty percent of the vote of the Republican conf- of the Speaker's Party conference that says yes, we agree with that. So, um, you know, I, the danger that people say, well, if you do that, then that hands control over to the floor over to the Democrats. Well, that's really never going to happen. Um, they Republicans tried to do that. All the times we were in the majority when we in the minority when I was there, again, when we were in the minority most recently, uh, it, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, the majority is the majority. Yeah. Um, so, uh, say this omnibus gets passed, it will well, get passed. I, that's the problem. It is going to get passed. Yeah. Well, we don't have to say it. I, yeah. Okay. It's going to. It's it's the, the omnibus gets passed. What, what what does McCarthy become speaker? What what happens then? I mean, what we, what sort of leverage do we have to even, you know, well, other than having endless hearings and investigations, which seems to what they're teeing up between Hunter Biden and Twitter and everything else. Uh, and I don't know if that's a, a successful or worthy use of their time either. So here is what I think their plan should be. Okay. Remember, there's a thing called reconciliation. Yes. Now, reconciliation has been used. It was used to pass the Affordable Care Act, yes. which became Obamacare. And the Democrats were in control. They couldn't get to, you know, 60 votes in the, in the Senate. So the Senate is 51-49. And you have Kirsten Sinema, who's now an independent. Yeah, we haven't talked about that. Right. What's, I, I You I, called this. I, you I, called this. I did. I didn't think she'd do it. And you thought she would. And you were right. Um. Well, I mean, so you I'll, got, I'll give the tip of my USC to myself <laughs> on that one. I mean, it's, it, she was, le- it's, 
I mean, basically, Ruben Gallego has basically already said that he's running. And and so she she had to do this to re- retain her independence, to be able to do what she wants to do and be effective in the role that she wants to play. Yeah, agreed. And, I mean, she it, it does definitely free her up to continue to, to govern, to, to vote, and, yeah. and anyway, negotiate the way she has. We can talk about so whenever. I think what happens next year, Republicans have the House, Democrats have the Senate. Barely. You, you have cinema and mansion. So and that's becomes a very interesting dynamic. And I was talking about this the other day, like Manchin, he's got to make a decision. He's really got to make a decision. Is, is he going to go independent? Is he going to not or, or not run? Because I, I just don't think he gets elected. I, I think he, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He, he maybe runs for governor. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, but what you have is a dynamic where you have those two members of the Democrat caucus in the Senate probably willing to play ball with the House Republicans. And so with reconciliation, you can have what's called rescissions. And so I think that, you know, Manchin's not going to get his deal, his, his I can't remember. It was a Wiener permitting. Permitting deal. On gas permitting. Right. Uh, that's, uh, streamlining that's, the permitting process so that you have all these licenses out there that can't get permitted, which is why we have, yeah, which was you know, what he wanted to, yeah. to agree to this inflation reduction. Act. Exactly. Now he's not getting that. So and then next our own, our own role put a, put a big stop to it. Yeah. So the house Republicans have the ability to go in and do some rescissions, which they should do and work with cinema and mansion and the, and McConnell in the Senate to say, Hey, this is reconciliation. We need to pull back some of this crazy spending. And I think Manchin and cinema are in a pretty good position to say, Hey, yeah, we're independent thinking we can do this. I mean, the Democrats will go crazy, but she's already told them sayonara. I'm not coxing with you. So there was a, a report the other day. She has been to maybe a couple caucus meetings. Yeah, she's. Time had, she's I mean, been it, there. this hasn't. I mean, the, she's. She's just. She's just. She not, has been independent. Yeah. This doesn't really change what's going to happen, other than she, she still have voted to, for Joe Biden. Yeah, I mean, she stopped ninety percent of the time. It doesn't she, really change she, a lot. But she doesn't have to worry about her left flank at this yeah. point because she's not going to be in a primary. If she runs, she's not going to be in a primary you know, against Gallego or some other. And she can Democrat. raise her own money. Yeah. So it will be very interesting. I think that, you know, uh, I, I gave comments to a couple of reporters that said, in where I said, it's likely that Republicans will nominate an extreme type of candidate, an election denying type of candidate. Gallego is going hard left. Yep. There's probably enough room in the middle for cinema to, to get 35%, which is what she'd need. Yep. Just needs a plurality. So. And she's going to raise a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, well, there's, there's Republicans some, and Democrats. Yeah, and, and but there's and, also some outside and, groups. And that like, gives a lot of Republicans who really like her from an economic standpoint, because she has stood firm on taxes and some other things. On social policy, the, those folks will not be with her at all. Um, to, to, to help her in her campaign. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the... I, I, for lack of better words, the, you know, sort of the, the country club slash chamber of commerce. Yeah. Republicans. There will be, uh, I mean, and, and not conservative depending on what the, you know, the Republicans could nominate a, a mainstream Republican. I just don't think that's coming out of this primary this next time. 
I think we're still a cycle or two away from from sensible from Reagan a, style, right? Right. You right. know, people with a brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we are going to continue to to nominate some Trumpy type people who really aren't true conservatives in my mind. Yeah, they're just shrill seekers. Yeah. Thrill and yeah. shrill. Thrill and shrill. Yeah, that's a, that's a, not a bad term. Yeah. yeah, I just made that up. There you go. So it'll be, uh, I think that there's a lot, you know, McCarthy's going to be under a lot of pressure because of Biggs and the Freedom Caucus, but there are moderates who are very supportive of McCarthy and they'll push well, back. Well, there are conservatives who are supportive so, of him as well. Jim yeah. Borden, who's going to be heading up the, the Judiciary Committee, is he's going to be having his own hearings. He's going to be doing his own thing without his jacket on, and it's going to be <laughs> interesting to watch. Guy <laughs> never has a sport up. coat on. His sleeves yeah. are rolled up, and he's he's an attack dog. And so it's going to be... Um, it's, it's grab your popcorn. Yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting. Couple I'm of hoping years. that that they don't go overboard. I mean, I think there's some things that absolutely need to be looked at in the administration. They need to be, have some investigations and some oversight. Absolutely, it's the role of Congress to do that on the executive branch, regardless of party. But I think there's always the risk that it just pushes a little bit too far. Well, I think I think on the Hunter Biden laptop, Joe Biden, that's going to fletch itself out over time. I think if they go full bore on that, that might be a mistake. Because the president, regardless of how corrupt he is, is seen as a sympathetic figure. I think going after Mayorkas on the border and going after uh, Dr. Faustus on the origins of COVID and all the lies that he's told over the last three years— those are easy wins. Well, those, but those, those are really easy wins. Well, but but they go to the point. Hunter Biden's laptop is not critical from the standpoint of what's the future of America. Look exactly, like. it's looking backwards. You look at the border, and you look at COVID response and origins. Those things have real if effect today on people's lives now and exactly. in the future. So exactly. those things do need to be investigated and the oversight does need to be put in place on that front. So, yeah. Uh, Dr. Fausti wants you to wear a mask again. Just let you know. Even though he doesn't. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> Dr. Fausti. Whatever. I'm just so over that. That's an even better name. I just came up with that. Dr. Fausti. Fausti? Yeah. Faustus and Fauci. Yeah. Yeah. That could work. Soul well, to soul. It will be Completely. interesting to watch that. So we'll be back next week. We can give you an update on uh, the CR, well, the omnibus, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, hopefully, you're getting ready for Christmas because that's really what. Yeah, we I mean, all need to be with on. with all this discontent and and uh, vitriol and tribalism we have in our politics, we have to remember why we're here this season. Yeah, and that's because God came down to earth, right? Exactly. So we'll have more to say about that next week. Yes, we will. We have a special guest next week, and we'll be talking about Christmas. Good. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. All right. God bless. Have a great one. Fight on. See ya.